My name is Queen Sawaya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Miss Z's Storytelling. I will be reading Kodia, written by Queen Zoya Counts, narrated by Queen Zoya Counts. Kodia, chapter 22. Kodia. I sat on the porch waiting for my date to show up. I was excited but nervous at the same time. This was going to be my first time going out with a white man, and I was concerned about what the brothers would say when they saw us together. I had poured me a glass of Merlot and was sipping on it when Abana walked out on the porch. You nervous, sis? She asked. Hell yeah. This is so different from me. But yet, I feel like I should be going out with him. What do you mean? I feel like I know him, like maybe he has been waiting for me all my life. I really can't explain it, but only time will tell if we were meant to be. I just got to get over this race complex, and then I know that it will be all good. Abana walked over to me and placed her arm around my shoulder. I think, no, I believe that the universe has a way of allowing us to see that sometimes the unusual is exactly what we need in our lives. Just go with the flow and all will be iry. We both looked up at the same time as we heard William pull up in his truck. He stepped out the truck looking more gorgeous than when I had first laid eyes on him. He was wearing black cargo shorts with a nice button-down shirt. And it also looked like he had gotten a haircut. Speak of the devil, my sister said under her breath as he got up the truck and walked towards Swirls. I smiled a little, but was curious as to why she would refer to him as the devil when she hardly knew him. I walked down from the porch, meeting him halfway, and he embraced me, giving me the biggest and warmest embrace I had ever felt from a man. (laughs) You must be really happy to see me. I said, damn right I am. I've been waiting for this evening all day. I just want to make sure that you have a real good time and you ain't got to worry about nothing. So, Will, what time do you plan on having my sister back? Abana asked. Before he could answer, I spoke. I am a grown woman, and I will be back when I get back, I answered, smiling. (laughs) Abana laughed. (laughs) See, I know that, sis. I'm just being protective. You know, we really don't know a lot about him. Well, you the one told me to go out and have fun. I promise you, Abana, that I will protect her with my own life. I could never harm her in any way. I will have her back before 3 a.m. I promise. We'll say. Damn, what you got planned? I asked with curiosity in my voice. I have three sisters, and they all taught me how to be a perfect gentleman. So don't worry, 
You're going to have fun with me. Will took me by the hand and guided me to his truck. He opened the door for me and helped me climb in. A gentleman, I said to him. Will walked around to the driver's side and climbed in, and then he looked at me. As long as you was riding with me, I will always open the door for you. As we drove down the road leading to the highway, Will took my hand in his, and he held my hand all the way to Asheville. Chapter 23, Abinah. Abinah watched them as they drove away. She walked back inside the house and sat down on the sofa. This was just a little too much for her right now. Will looked exactly like James, and he was already acting like he was head over heels in love with Kadia. She could tell that it would be impossible for her to get rid of him. She laid her head back against the pillow and closed her eyes. Suddenly, there was a loud knock as if someone was knocking at the door. Abunar got up from the sofa and walked to answer the door. Who is it? She asked, standing behind the door. No answer. She peeked out the window, didn't see anybody. She walked back to the sofa, and then she heard three knocks this time. Abunar walked to the door, snatched it open, but there was no one standing there. She peeked her head around the door, but she still saw no one. She closed the door and turned around and went back towards the sofa. Abana began to feel the hair rise on the back of her neck as she felt a small breeze blow past her and move in the direction of her bedroom. At that moment, Abana wished she had not opened the door. Ever since she had come from her walk at the lake, she had been feeling a little off. If she had been in her right mind, she would have never opened the door for that spirit that had just walked into the cottage. Suddenly, it felt like someone had yanked on her arm and it was pulling her towards her bedroom. Abanah tried to fight against the force, but it kept pulling her. And then she was standing in front of the mirror on the dresser and it let her go. Abana placed her hands on the dresser, using it as a prop to gain her composure. She had never felt this type of energy before, and it really was scaring the shit out of her. The energy felt like what she had encountered at the lake. The spirits had always communicated with her in a calm way, but this was something else. Suddenly, she heard a woman's voice speak to her, Abana. She raised her eyes up and looked at the mirror, staring at her reflection. She began to feel a tightness around her throat and she grasped at her throat as it felt like something was squeezing it. And as she tried to grasp for her air, her reflection and the mirror began to change. It was as if her eyes had become distorted and she was in total darkness. She blinked her eyes trying to regain focus and that is when she was what was in the mirror. It appeared to be a woman dressed in old slavery clothes, like the lady whom she had seen floating on the water at the lake. The tightness around her throat began to loosen. Abana began to catch her breath again. That's right, child. Relax, the woman from the mirror said. Who 
ancestor? No. Never. But I am here to stop your sister from taking that initiation. Why? See, I knew Kente, and I hated her. She took James and my people from me, and I am going to make sure that she does not come back through that gang. They will not allow that to happen. My ancestors are powerful and they protect us. <laughs> you tickle me, child. You would do anything to contain that power that she about to get. You know it's true. I can see your deepest desire. How did May know what her secret desires were? Yes, she was very jealous of Kadia, and she did wish that the power was coming to her. See, you're thinking about it now. I can help you get whatever you want. Abana wanted that power, but she did not want to hurt her only sister. For although she converted her power, she still loved her very much. No, no. I'm not gonna allow you to hurt my sister. <laughs> Gal, as if you have a choice. I done already claimed your body. I'm not even really giving you a choice. Abana tried to resist, but she felt herself losing control of her body. She began to feel the headache she felt at the lake, and then she felt her consciousness being pushed back to the back of her mind. She could not fight May from taking over her body. She fell on the floor and lay there whimpering as May consumed her being. Thank you for listening to Kadia chapters 22 and 23. My name is Queen Zoya Cop. I'm sorry. Queen Zoya Counts. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Come back next week to listen to chapters 24 because it gets even better.